think of someone who has an, a strong identity around food. Like for example, a vegan, right? You will never hear a vegan say, well, I'm just going to eat meat for right now because like it's really crazy work. So I'm going to give myself a little break from, you know, and eat meat until things like die down. Like if you would never say that, they don't even like see meat as an option, for example, right? If someone has an identity as being a healthy eater, whatever that means to them, then they will always find a way to eat healthy because that's what they do. Hey, I'm Alicia Wood, and I've spent the past 10 years studying self-betterment. I went from lacking confidence as an overweight, socially anxious outsider to becoming a fitness pro and building a thriving wellness community rooted in fitness, play, and mindset. When it comes to wellness, there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach, which is why each week I'm going to bring you a different perspective on all things mind, body, soul. This is the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Today's episode is with Una Duncan. If you don't know Una, she was on episode 14 of the podcast, which is our highest listened to episode. So you know that that episode has an amazing amount of content. If you haven't listened to it, you should go back and listen to it. You don't need to listen to it first. You can listen to it later if you love this interview. Um, But today we are chatting about Una's book, Ditch the Diet. Um, And she's going to tell you all about how that came to be in this chat but a little bit about Una. She's a renowned fitness expert, best-selling author. She is on a mission to help people feel good. So the feel good movement is she talks a little bit about as we get into the conversation, but it's all about feeling good. Now you don't need to lose X pounds to get to happiness. (laughs) You can feel happiness right now. So it's all about, making those mental shifts first. And that's kind of like the first section of her book. Uh, I'm excited. I'm just going to get into this so that you can start listening, hang around till the end. She's got an amazing offer for you for listening, which I'm really excited about. And I hope that you'll take advantage of enjoy. Hey, Una, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really excited to chat with you. I love that we get to connect again. We've talked uh, on the podcast at the very beginning when I first um, launched it and now you're back and I'm so eager to chat with you. Um, How have you been? Oh my gosh. Uh, Great. It's been a a very busy uh, couple of years since we last spoke or I don't know if it's been a year or two years, something like that, but yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, huge. I mean, for most people in our industry, it's been a lot of pivoting, right? With the the pandemic and everything. Fortunately for me, I was already sort of online. Um, so it's been super busy, but awesome. Amazing. Amazing. So for the listeners who aren't familiar with you, can you just kind of introduce yourself, let them know who you help, what you do? Sure. So my name is Una. My company is called Fit Feels Good. And I like to say that we're trying to start the feel good movement. And by that, what I mean is that I really believe that it's all about feeling good. You know, most people, they think, okay, well, I just want to lose like the last 10 pounds or 50 pounds or whatever it is. And the thing is that you don't actually want to lose 10, 50 pounds. You want the feeling you think you're going to have when you've lost that weight. You know, whether it's you feel athletic or confident or sexy or whatever it is, 
It's how you think you're going to feel at that weight. That's what you really want. It's to feel good. So if feeling good is the ultimate outcome that we all want, then my argument is that we have to start training for that feeling right now. And so the way that we get there also has to feel good. So my whole company, my whole methodology is about a process that makes you feel good on the way. So you feel good immediately. And that's the only way you're going to get to your goal. And in doing that, that's how you're going to build the, I use the psychology of behavior change, which is habits. So basically I am an expert on habits, healthy lifestyle, and feeling good. And who I serve mostly are mostly women in their forties and early fifties and, um, and all over the world. So I do have some dudes. I have people who are outside those ranges, but I've got, you know, um, people all over the world. And what's been so amazing about that is the volume of people that I've been able to work with through my online company. I have been able to see all these patterns that people go through when they're going through a body transformation. And that's what made me write my book in 2019 called healthy as fuck, which was a bestseller um, in Canada, in the UK. And I'm so excited about this, Alicia, I haven't told you this, it actually just got named one of the top 100 fitness books of all time. So oh my I'm gosh. so thrilled about that. that yeah, surprised me, but congrats. That's so amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. So what I'm pumped about right now is that the book is actually being re-released in the US within a paperback under a whole new title. Um, and so that's kind of an interesting thing we can talk about, you know, marketing, if your audience is interested in that, but what that means for me is I get a second chance to make a first impression. So the American audience apparently didn't love the F-bomb. So they've changed it from healthy as fuck to ditch the diet, which is great because that is the ultimate kind of call to action that I want people to do is ditch this diet mentality that people have of like, I'm on, you know, people don't even say diet anymore because that's a really not trendy word. People will say, I'm, I've fallen off the wagon or I'm off the, I'm on a plan right now, or I'm, you know, eating healthy right now. What, let me, a little hint. If you say right now, then it's a diet and that's okay. It's totally okay. To be honest, about 50% of women in North America, I don't know if you know the stat, Alicia, 50% of women in North America right now are on some kind of diet in order to lose weight at this wow. moment. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Like it's, it's incredible how we've kind of tricked ourselves into thinking like, oh, it's not a diet. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a program. It's a, what, yeah. like whatever it is. Like, but I love the way that you put that as like right now, if you're closing <laughs> out that sentence with right now, oh, I mean, I can't have that. I'm eat, like, I, I'm eating healthy right now. I'm doing a thing right now. Yeah. yeah anything. It's like, it's a diet. It's a diet. Because it's, it's a lifestyle. It's hence you working with like healthy lifestyles. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a shift. Can you kind of explain the difference between like what a diet is and what a healthy lifestyle kind of looks like? Totally. So the difference here is if it is a lifestyle, then it's part of your identity. So I'll give you an example. Think of someone who has a strong identity around food. Like for example, a vegan, right? You will never hear a vegan say, well, I'm just going to eat meat for right now because like it's really crazy work. So I'm going to give myself a little break from, you know, and eat meat until things like die down. Like if you would never say that, they don't even like see meat as an option, for example, right? Yeah. If someone has an identity as being a healthy eater, whatever that means to them, then they will always find a way to eat healthy because that's what they do. It's like the difference between being, you know, I'm, I'm going for runs these days versus I am a runner. 
If you say I'm a runner, then you will be running when you're on vacation, when it's your birthday, when it's raining out, you just run because that's what you do. You are a runner. Mm. And so, you know, another example, if you are doing a thing right now, like a sugar-free thing or whatever it is. And if I was to say, okay, well, are you going to be doing that thing? Like three Tuesdays from now, you'd be like, Oh, well, I, I don't know. Like it depends on my schedule or like what the things I don't know. But if I was, if you were a healthy eater and you, that's part of your identity. And if I was to say, are you going to eat healthy three Tuesdays from now? You'd be like, well, of course. I'm a healthy eater. That's what I do. Yeah. So that's when it's not a diet, when it becomes part of who you are. And then, so everybody's like, well, right. Well, how do we get from A to B? Because there is going to be a point where it feels like a diet when it's new, when it's like not coming instinctively. Like, you know, I had a transition from being a smoker to a non-smoker. It's a total change of identity. But let me tell you, there were some moments in between when I was just not smoking for today. And that's how it's going to feel when you first start eating healthy or whatever is your being a runner, whatever your ambition is. And so the way you're going to do that is you're just going to, is you've got to start building that habit. There's a great quote by Aristotle. Um, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but it's a habit. So it's really just about getting as many repetitions of doing that thing. Even if it kind of feels bullshitty, even if you're like, Oh, I'm trying to be a runner. So, but I don't freaking feel like it today. So I'm just going to like run to the end of my block and back, even though it feels bullshitty, that is reestablishing that habit loop and that identity of I am a runner and I always run even when it's a pain in the ass. Oh, such you know good. Saying? Yeah. Such good tips. And like the, so I, I like what you said about at the beginning, it might actually feel like a diet because it's not who you are. You aren't quite there yet. So mm. what, what does it feel like? when you break past that first part and it becomes who you are. So it might feel like I'm eating healthy now in anticipation for the future, because if you're not eating healthy and you're coming into eating healthy, you are making potentially a big shift. Yeah. Um, or do you recommend that it's like small shifts over time? You know what? That's such a great question. It really depends on the personalities. So in working with so many people, there's two broad categories that I've sort of discovered. And this is just me pulling stuff out of my ass, but this is what I've kind of discovered, right? I feel like there are people who are tigers and turtles. So a tiger is someone who is like, loves big challenges. They want to like go hard or go home and they want to just attack something. And they want, they love signing up for marathons and they love announcing, I'm going to do a triathlon this year. And that's it. I'm sugar-free, never seeing sugar again or whatever. Like that's a tiger, but also a tiger will tend to go hard and then crash and burn. And they will also be really shy about like, they will never, um, you know, because they have already announced that they're doing their thing, whenever they quote unquote fall off the wagon, they're really quiet about it because they kind of feel embarrassed because they already made this big announcement, they're going to do it or whatever. So they're very all or nothing tigers, mm. which is actually, it seems like they're super successful because that's what they show you. But um, it's actually, that's a really, really hard personality profile to build a habit because they don't allow themselves the small wins turtles are great about small wins turtles are like slow and steady they want to know exactly what to do they want to plan in advance they get a little nervous that they don't think they're going to be able to do it so they want to back it up a little bit they want to feel successful every step of the way so like turtles 
they're they don't look like the as big a rock stars as the tigers but they actually tend to make that slow steady progress mm-hmm. so what is better for you it really depends on your personality if you try to take a tiger and tell them to go slow and steady they will get bored they will disengage and they will just switch to something that feels more dramatic and exciting whereas a, and a turtle if you try and t- tell them to like tiger something like yo go for it sign up for the marathon do it they'll be like <laughs> so you really got to know what is your personality profile profile and figure out what works for you. But either way, you've got to allow yourself the permission to not be perfect. Because mm. if you demand perfection from yourself, you are going to fall off the wagon. Nobody, nobody is going to be perfect with their new habit, whatever it is. You mm. have to allow yourself that it's, it's not about not falling off the wagon. It's about getting back on quickly. That's it. Yeah. Well, you think like you're, it's constantly course correcting. Like if you think of a plane flying from New York to LA, it's not going straight the whole time. It's going off course, coming back on off course, coming back on. I always think of this as like a road trip. There's a detour. Yeah. You went on a detour. You didn't fall off yeah. the side of the highway. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's, yes, yes. It's a detour. I love that. I love that, Alicia. That's a great, that's a great one. Yeah. So when it comes to the perfection aspect of it. Cause I, mm. I have gotten caught in this, um, in the past and it's still something that I consistently am working through in all areas of my life is yep. yeah, I want to be perfect at it. So if I'm not going to do it exactly right, should I even bother doing it? So at what point where's the leeway? And I guess I'm trying to get specific on if you're eating healthy I think people often want to know like, okay, but so like, how often am I allowed to like, am I, how often can I have pizza? Can I have ice cream? Like, I don't, do I have to give it all up? Like, where's the balance? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that I, what we're aiming for is a general trajectory up, right? So it's not like you never have pizza again. You will just have pizza as long as you, you know, let's say you were, let's say before you were in the habit of every Friday night, ordering in, uh, you know, meat lovers pizza with extra cheese and, you know, Coke, and then the plate of brownies that comes with it or whatever, you know, and then watching two movies, for example, or having beers or whatever. And then let's say this Saturday or Friday, instead, you order in the pizza, you chuck a couple of vegetables on there, you don't get the extra serving of cheese. And instead of booze, you have like, you know, juice or something like that, you know? So it's not that you were like so perfect with your amazing organic lifestyle and blah, blah, blah. But it's just not quite as, as bad, bad in quotations as last time. It's an improvement from last time. So as long as, you know, so it's not that we don't have the dips is that if, as long as the dips aren't as deep or as frequent as they used to be, then you are generally on a trajectory going up. Mm, this is so great. So small improvement, like that's the thing, small improvements over time, like that trajectory I love the idea of like adding in rather than taking away, like you're still eating pizza, but we can just add in some vegetables. Like how great. Right. (laughs) Right. And I actually, I love that focus because I feel like there's so much um, about health and wellness. That's like, 
very negative. Like this is poison for you. Don't do this. Don't do that. And it just, it vilifies food, which is such a head fuck. But instead I'm like, actually, if you just focus on, you know, I talk in my book about the seven habits of highly healthy motherfuckers. And one of them is fill half of your plate with vegetables. And I love it because that's a positive thing you can do. It's adding, like you just said. And if you fill half of every plate with vegetables, you don't have to count calories. You don't have to worry about your macros. You don't have to worry about your vitamins. Like that is all taken care of. Like you don't have to freak out about all those things. This basic keystone habit of just eating shit tons of vegetables, like more than you ever thought that is your new healthy lifestyle. And that alone will completely change your physique, your health, your energy. So great. So great. Okay. So then let's get back to the book. What are, if somebody who's picking up the book, what are they going to take away from it? Like, how are they going to start it? And then at the end of it, be like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, it's so interesting. Um, The feedback I've gotten from this book, I mean, what the big thing that most people say is that it got them, um, it cleared out decades of mental cobwebs of diet industry of hating themselves of being of guilt feelings like all that stuff and really just simplifies here are the seven habits you need to do you can clear away all the other shit you just need to do these seven habits but most importantly because we all know kind of what we need to do like you know if you ask someone like you know, do you have an idea everyone's like yeah yeah i know vegetables exercise sleep blah 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 but what we don't know is how to make ourselves actually do it. And so that's what this book is telling you. It starts part one is called get your head out of your ass. And that's all the mindset stuff that everyone thinks they're going to skip because they're like, whatever, just give me the good stuff. I'm like, no, the mindset stuff is really what you need. Because if you keep quote unquote falling off the wagon, a big part of that might be that you just don't want this that bad. You don't want it as bad as you want to have like, wine and cheese every night or whatever. And if you just get clear about that, then you can like check this off of your list of things to do. And you can relieve yourself of the burden of constantly feeling guilty about it. So part one, get your head out of your ass. That's getting your mindset straight. Part two is just tell me what the fuck to do. Part three is how not to be a big fat quitty McQuitter face. And (laughs) that is the part that a lot of people need because it's really about how to create it's using the psychology of behavior change to create habit loops in your mind. And when you've got these habit loops, you don't ever have that falling off the wagon and starting on Monday. And I need more discipline and I need more motivation. Like all of that is bullshit. All you need are habits that happen automatically that become who you are. So you don't have to think about this stuff anymore. So that your brain can instead be thinking about important stuff, like saving the environment and getting rid of the gender wage gap or whatever. And I'm not saying that to make people feel guilty for wanting to look a certain way. And in fact, I talk about that in my book. I'm like, if you want abs or a hot booty or whatever it is you want, that is your freaking body. And there is no guilt around that. Don't let anyone mansplain to you that need to love yourself the way you are. If you decide this is what I want for my body. Oh my gosh, go for it. That's amazing. You also have permission to not want that. And this is where we need to empower ourselves with choice. Oh my gosh, that so huge, so huge because so many people now are feeling guilt for wanting it even. Yeah. It's yeah. like, so come around full circle so much, but it's just like yeah. you, it's your body. You do what you want. You want what you want. And yeah. nobody else has any opinion that should be able to step 
in on this. Totally. Your only job is to love your body right now, whatever state it's in, even if it's not in the perfect state that you want it to be, you still have to love it right now. And you have to like see more potential in yourself that you can get to whatever body you want and support anybody in doing whatever the hell they want to do with their body. That is what your job is. Love your body exactly as it is. Realize that it can get to whatever you want it to be and support anyone that they're trying to do with their body. It's their freaking business. Ah, that's amazing. All right. So then after the quitty McQuitters, what was that one called again? I love it so much. (laughs) How not to be a big fat quitty McQuitter face. Amazing. What comes after that? Well, that's part three. That's the end. So I tell you how not to be a big fat quitty McQuitter face and you are set. And so what is crazy, Alicia, is that every single day I get emails from people and some of the surprising feedback, like I thought people would... I I thought people would be like, oh, this is great. It's really inspiring. But what I didn't realize is that people are implementing the book the way I didn't expect them to. And they're really like, I get emails every day saying, I've lost 20 pounds just by implementing these habits. I've given this to all my mom and my brother. And like, it's completely changed our relationship around food in our house. Um, I gave this to my teenage daughter and it completely changed the way, like that's been awesome. And I'm also surprised by how many dudes love this book. Cause I did mm. write it for women and I kind of say like, you know, make girly jokes in it, but I'm surprised by how many men said that they needed this too. And I think that that's a really underserved audience because they get a lot of body pressure too. That is not, is underrecognized. Oh yeah. I, I, I almost yeah. feel like, yeah, it is definitely underrecognized. I, I can't imagine that world of you really not even being able to talk to anybody about it. At least that's yeah. like, we can chat about it and be like, Oh yeah, this is going on. But like mm-hmm. men don't really have that. So yeah. Oh, I love that. So where can the listeners get the book right now? Well, I have an awesome bonus package for people who buy ditch the diet. Um, it's like 1499 or something like that, but I'm offering like hundreds of dollars worth of bonuses. So including uh, a month's worth of meal prep, um, which is awesome. And I give you all the recipes and stuff like that. And I tell you how to prep a whole week's worth of healthy meals in one hour. And I've got this like infographic for you to do it. I've got workouts for you that you can do at home, including a kid friendly workout and like a super fun musical one. And, um, oh, and this is brand new, a five day ditch the diet challenge, which is going to help clear out all that clutter of that diet culture BS and help you really just sink down into the, the habits that matter most. So this is like, it's a whole um, live challenge that we're doing on May 24th, totally included in the book purchase. And I am going to give you a little challenge that you've got to do every day of the five days. And then by the end, you are going to have a system that's going to help you put this shit on autopilot. So you are not going to have to think about it. You're not going to fall off the wagon. You're not going to have that guilty feeling ever again. It's going to be who you are. And that's, what's going to happen at the end of those five days. That's that. I mean, that's the best way to start things off. I find like whenever I want to get re motivated, re excited about eating healthy, I'm like, I need to get in on a a type of challenge where it's like a nutritional something that gets me into it. So starting off on this journey with a five day challenge of having that support system. Cause I know that your community is so friggin' amazing having that yeah. support system around you and then having you there to just lift and like, 
Uh, oh yeah, that it's going to be epic. I'm so pumped for it. And I've got, so this is special for your listeners. It's at fitfeelsgood.com slash Alicia. And they can get all of those bonuses just with the purchase of the book. Amazing. And I'm going to have that link in the show notes as well. So you'll be able to um, click down below and head straight to that website from wherever you're listening to this podcast as well. Um, awesome. Una, I really appreciate you. I'm so glad that we got to have another chat. I always feel so like lifted when I speak to you and yeah, I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, of course. Anytime. Have a great one. Thank you. You too. I couldn't be more excited to have partnered up with Una Duncan. Una Duncan is the international best-selling author of Healthy as F. You can assume what that F stands for. She was also on episode 14 of the Fuel Your Fire podcast, which is our most popular episode to date. So if you haven't heard that episode yet, go back and listen to it. And I'm helping her with her launch of her new book, Ditch the Diet. So Ditch the Diet, seven essential habits you need to get lean, stay healthy, and generally kick ass at life. She's also inviting you in on her free five-day challenge. So the link is in the show notes. Snag yourself a book. If you've been on a diet over and over again in your life, you need this book. She has a healthy habits-based approach instead of diets. You don't need a diet. Grab this book, change your life and jump in on that five day challenge.